You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening with myself, Lindsay Williams, and Skulk Lowe, who's a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth in Cape Town. Stock Exchange News Service, Skulk. Grindrod coming out with their quarterly numbers. Share price up about 6.5% last time I looked at it. Mm. Liberty Holdings has come out with an operational update, the share price reacting by being up over 2.5%. And Life Healthcare as well coming out with a statement. Do you look at Grindrod or Life Healthcare? Is that part of your portfolio? No, no, neither of them are. But um, I think it's important to to note because it does tell a, a, a bit of a story, you know, Greenwich shipping. I mean, we've been, been, been chatting about uh, the, the supply chain blockages. And, and, and naturally, when you're a shipping company, you know, with, uh, let's focus on con- containers and just basically, uh, it, you, you've got these massive demands and not enough supply. I mean, they the they're the company that actually deliver these, so they just push their prices up, uh, you know, while while the demand is there. So so yeah, three month period diluted headline and especially improved, you know, from forty three uh, US cents. Uh, that was a loss, and in the previous time, and and uh, you know to a profit of two dollars twenty nine. That's a massive massive movement. Yes. So you can clearly see the blockages. Lindsay, we had a chat about that this morning in our morning meeting, and we're not going to go into the the supply chain blockages again, but. Yeah, I do think, and I, the one thing that I, the message that I had you know, for my team, and I said, well, I don't foresee this, 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 this good supply chain being solved overnight. You, no. you can't. I mean, I mean, we we've seen what the Fed said. Uh, they were very vague when they last minutes where they said, well, you're looking at not this year. Hopefully, 2022. They didn't say the first quarter or fifth quarter. They just said 2022, and then they added that or later. So they are very aware that, that that the supply chain, and it doesn't matter. I mean, last night we had Nvidia that came out with their results, and you can see that with the chip shortages and you know blockchain or let's call it the the cryptocurrency and how they use these graphic cards and demand for their graphics cards and and the supply chain being 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 wonky. I mean, what that did to NVIDIA's results, um, we can see it in any, any, uh, I mean, I, I spoke to a, a person the other day that's in the in the mountain biking industry, yeah. and how, you know, there's just a massive source shortages, just in a simple thing like a, like mountain bike, a mountain bike part. I'm not going to go into that. All that I'm saying, and I think I'm, uh, the message that I've got in short for all the listeners out there, the one thing that I've learned in my, you know, one or two years in the market is when you've got such a massive demand and unfortunately your supply is 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 hampered or let's call it um, uh, prohibitive of, of getting getting to the to the to the consumer yes. through a supply chain that usually the pendulum swings very quickly to the other way around i don't think that's going to be in the next year or you know or so i do think that the, these these um, commodity prices or these type of demand will, will be supportive still over the shorter term period because COVID is not gone I mean, with the, the supply chain is not being solved but just remember that when that supply chain blockages are solved um, this could very very quickly you know, go from a very um, demand driven company to a total oversupply and that's what they call a bubble you know when you've got way more supply than demand, 
that that could be very very dangerous for a lot of prices. It doesn't matter if you're doing a mountain bike, you're doing a you know, GPU uh, for for the people that don't know that's a, a a graphics card for a for a computer, or just a bit of iron ore that you're buying. Be very careful. Okay, very good advice. Just on the bicycle story, you can't buy an electric bicycle in the Netherlands at the moment. They've all gone. It's the perfect storm. It's too much demand and um, and, and too little supply because, as you say, uh, they, they can't import them enough, uh, quickly enough. So it, it does Correct. affect. I mean, something like an e-bike is a luxury item. Uh, well, not for me. It's essential because it's the only mode of transport I have. But <laughs> on the other hand, it's uh, it just shows you from the from the basic staples to luxury goods – there is a problem at the moment. Mm, correct, correct. And it's, the problem that I don't necessarily see that uh, it's going to be solved over the shorter term period. So I think just, um, but I think very, be very mindful that, um, you know, I do foresee that when this problem gets solved, that there's going to be a total, total oversupply of a lot of stuff. So um, that's interesting. You know, just don't overspend now. Yeah, don't overspend. Just, just um, keep, keep some, some, I do see some specials when these, uh, when these, uh, uh, let's call it supply chain blockages, get solved. A little bit of consumer advice there from the desk of Skulk Low. The dollar rand is 15.46. The British pound against the rand is 20.89. The euro rand is 17.52. The euro dollar is 113.25, slightly weaker US dollar. Last night in the United States, the Dow Jones was down 0.6%. The S&P down a quarter and the Nasdaq down a third of a percent. This morning in the Far East, I've got Tokyo down 0.3%, Shanghai down nearly half a percent, the Hang Seng 1.5% weaker, and the All Share in Sydney up very slightly. The gold price has slipped by $6 an ounce to 18.64, platinum by $3.5 an ounce to 10.64, and palladium is down 13 to 2,168. The oil price has been clattered in the last 48 hours. I don't know if you've noticed this one, Scalp, but anyway, the West Texas crude well below 80 i mean it's been it's been holding above 80 very merrily for quite a while and now it's $77.66 which is down 0.9% brent crude is $79.81 also changing its big figure from 8 to 7 and that's 0.6% uh, weaker to $79.81 per barrel natural gas going in the opposite direction up 2% at the moment um what else have we got here the us 10 year bond yield seems to be tracking the oil price uh, uh, slavishly it's was 1.64% yesterday, now just below 1.59%. The South African 10-year, of course, ahead of the MPC meeting, the Reserve Bank's MPC uh, are delivering their decision on South African interest rates today. 9.44% at the moment for the South African 10-year. And if you're interested, the Bitcoin price is 59,522, which is down very slightly on the day. What about the movers on the JSC this morning, Skulk? Yeah, I mean, uh, you've, you've, you've mentioned uh, a few. When we look at, um, you know, on the negative, Torsan, uh, again, over 3% down today. Sappy, Sappy's you know, uh, also taking a bit of a hammering down, you know, 2.1%. EOH, you know, down 2%. And uh, as you mentioned, Spa, Spa, again, uh, under, under pressure. So not a lot there, but you can clearly see there's some, some profit taking with some of the, some of the, some of the miners. We see Harmony in the top 10 worst performers, you know, Impala, Platinum, the worst performer. Kumba Iron Ore, that's that's pretty much, you know, Iron Ore being down over four percent this morning. I mean, that had to have an effect with uh, on, on on Kumba Iron. Also, where yeah, is Kumba that? Eighty is it eighty five dollars a ton? Is that where it is, or has it gone lower 80, than that? 
No, it's 89. No, no, it's not not there yet. I'm actually sitting with a graph, so I can actually answer you. Um, yes, please. It's actually 80, 89 thing. Let me just tell you this all for a second. Oh, I'll Because it's actually quite a lovely graph, and I, I think I'll share this afterwards. It's 89.57, so right. that is below the $90. $90. But, uh, you know, I think there's been, been a lot of focus on the shorter-term retracement of iron ore. And, and we've, we've chatted about the, 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 the supply chain you know, earlier and, and how that sort of created a false positive. Be mindful. I mean, when we look at exactly three years ago, the iron ore price was still $75. So, so, so what we're seeing is still an iron ore price that's well north north of, of, of levels that we've seen three years ago. So it's it's still, and although we've seen a massive retracement, I mean, the retracement, it was, uh, you know, when we look at the, the prices, in, in May, uh, iron ore was trading $233. Um, so, I mean, this is, this, is, this is quite a big retracement. What I did see is if you draw this uh, support line, this three-year support line, yeah. that is broken below the support line now for the first time in three years. So that could be something to... to to uh, sort of interest the, the technical uh, analysts and technical traders out there because it does not look good at all. Oh dear. But then again, let's see. Let's That's see. happened, of course. It was bowling, uh, bowling along merrily at 220, 225, and everyone thought, well, you know, there's, there's no chance that iron ore companies are going to see, you know, the $20, $30 per tonne level again. But suddenly, mm. here we are below 90 from 225. Correct. It's quite a big thing. Uh, what we didn't uh, mention, I don't know how I missed this, Investec came out at nine o'clock this morning. Uh, results for the six months ended 30th of September. And it's announced that it's distributing its 15% stake in 91. It's the, previously the Investec Asset Management Wing to its shareholders. So that maybe um, justifies why it's been on a bit of a tear recently. Share price on my screen anyway, up around about 0.4% at the moment. Scott, do you like Investec? I know you haven't looked at the results yet, but um, do you like them? I haven't looked at it. No, so 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 just um, you know after the results came out, it, it, it opened up somewhat positive results uh, with like that that digested, and and now the share price down over one percent. So I think uh, I think initial feeling might be, I'm I'm worried, Lindsay. I think that the one thing that that, that I did like about um, you know Investec always that it had this 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 solid arm in in what's now called today the 91 the, the the asset management side yeah which is now pretty much going to be totally totally spin off um they had some some negative publicity this year um they, they immediately said well this this whole tax thing german tax thing is, is is nothing they they they're dealing with it and there's no been, been no formal things but there's it's been some 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 negativity and i always ask myself the question you know when when a, a company or a bank goes into these 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 type of uh, turbulent times. Um, would you like to have a a, you know, a solid brother in a, in a ninety one, or you know, do you want the standalone you know bank in 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 uh, Investec? What do you? Want? I would have loved to. No, I think you know. You know my my stance. I I I similar to Woolworths. You know, when when the food side is doing well, spin it off and 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 let let the two companies be managed you know properly on a set you know on, on separate entities. And and that they've done you know quite successful in '91. But that do sort of leaves um, you know Investec you know, somewhat vulnerable. Um, and and let's see how they gets get through this 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 um, let's call it this. this as, as as a single entity, well, more specifically as a bank now. 
Good. Well described. Just a couple of other results which we have to talk about. Trematon or Tremerton, uh, share price up nearly 10% after their year-end results uh, to the end of August. And Sogo Sun Hotels with their trading update, share price down around about 3% at the moment on my 15-minute delayed screen. And I'll give you my top five and bottom five. It'll probably overlap with yours, Scout, but nonetheless, Life Healthcare at one and three quarters. Renet up 0.8%, clicks up to three quarters, 91 up 0.7%. Uh, on the downside process down 2.1% that um, obviously because Tencent getting a bit of a hit in Hong Kong this morning Spa down 1.8% following on from its quite big move yesterday after its results Sapi down one and three quarters Telcom down 1.7% and Sibania Stillwater down 1.6% uh, give us the indices after nearly 45 minutes of trading please Skulk Yes, as we currently stand, as Lindsay mentioned, it's now 9.42. The JSE also is currently trading at 70,765 points. It's down a quarter of a percentage. Resources down half a percent. The um, industrials down 16 basis points and financials down 12 basis points. I'm going to give uh, SA Property a bit of a mention as they were bit, you know, positive again yesterday. Today, a little bit softer, down 20 basis points as we currently stand. Scout, thanks so much for your time this morning and last night. Scout Glow is a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth and will be back with us for the five o'clock shadow next Wednesday. But meanwhile, Scout, apparently there's a rugby match going on on Saturday afternoon at the home of rugby, of course, Twickenham. I mean, we invented it. We've got the best stadium. Uh, whether we have the best team or not will be decided on Saturday afternoon, but one person that won't be uh, there in the dugout um, doing <laughs> doing silly things is one Rassi Erasmus. Yeah, okay, got banned two months. I I, I want to see the 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 the, the replacement. Um, and when I say the replacement, it's not a replacement player. I want to see the replacement water boy. You know, seeing that they can get the third. I reckon this will be the most equipped water boy that we've ever seen. He'll have earpieces. He'll have mouthpieces. He'll have cameras all over his head. I think that'll be uh, an interesting um, replacement uh, to mention. Is is the the new water boy for the Springboks this coming Saturday. School prediction. And, and you, you're talking about us. Mm -hmm. What is a, you said about, you know, you, you said us, uh, you, know, you know, when you refer to us, I, I reckon you still, you know, refer to the, the to the, to the white and red, right? You mean the English but rugby uh, team? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And? Okay. What, okay. No. Of, of course. I mean, I've, I've still got a British passport. I'm still English, although I don't live there and haven't lived there for a long time. I'm still uh, English. I do have a soft spot for South Africa, but not and I repeat, not when they're playing England. So give us a score prediction, please. Yeah, I, th I think uh, if Rafsi was there, it's sad to say, I think we're going we're gonna to struggle with the hot team there. No. Again, I, I still believe, I still believe that, uh, that South Africa will win. Um, I mean, we... Uh, so do I. I think we had... Uh, yeah, but I don't think it'll be a, it'll be a big score. It's not a, a similar open game like we've had against Scotland. So I reckon that be it'll it'll be within five points, and uh, yeah, it will be for the green and gold. It'd be very interesting because if you go to the spread betting companies, they don't say who's going to win. Uh, we, you know, obviously, the draw is always sixteen to one. But um, uh, what they do now, uh, what they've always done actually, is give a, a, a points a point spread. So I think mm. I would probably back South Africa minus five because I think they'll win by. By by five or more, or by by six or more. So I would back South Africa if you can get it. If you can get odds, South Africa minus five. Um, in other words, they start with a five-point penalty. Then then I would I would back South Africa. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. 
I agree, but I, but I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think it'll be a low-scoring game. So mm. it's it, it, it'll be it'll be tighter than than uh, the Scots. Um, not as open, but but definitely. Uh, I'll back the green and gold any day. We shall text each other on Saturday afternoon, Scout. Have a lovely oh, weekend. Sure. That's Scout Glow from PSG Wealth. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.